0: Hello, this is Minister Glenn Burrell from Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification from the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to continue with Part 2 of a subject that we began about a month ago, and Part 1 is Taking the Limits Off of God his word, and power with a renewed mindset. It's taking the limits off of God, his word, and power with a renewed mindset. Well, let's establish what a mindset is. A mindset is a fixed state of mind. What is a mindset? A mindset is a a fixed state of mind. So, what state of mind is your mind set? What state of mind is your mind fixed on? Is your mind fixed on yourself? Is your mind fixed on the Word of God? Is your mind fixed on the Kingdom of God? Hallelujah. So, you ask yourself the question what state of mind? Is my mindset fixed, on? Or what state of mind is my mind fixed? Amen. See, our mindset can limit God and his promises as believers. Our mindset can limit God, hallelujah, in a believer's life to have access to the kingdom of God. So therefore, we have to break these chains. We have to break these chains. Chains, chains. C-H-A-I-N-S, chains. We have to break these chains of limitation. Because these chains of limitations will call us to be stagnated. So we don't want to be limited and stagnated. We want to be growing and going in the things of God. So therefore, it's important that we renew our mind in the things of God. It's therefore, it's important that we renew our mind with the word of God. Because without mind renewal, there'll be no spiritual growth. I'm going to say that again. Without mind renewal, there would be no spiritual growth. So we have to take authority in the word of God by the word of God and with the word of God, to break these chains of limitations and stagnations. So I want us to understand when it's dealing with our mindset, nothing changes until our mind changes. I'm going to say that again. Nothing changes until our mind changes. Amen. I say, amen, nothing changes until our mind changes. See, we have to step into our place of authority and take authority over limitations, take authority over stagnation, take authority over failures in our lives through the power of God's word and the precious Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I say, hallelujah, glory to God. So, so so listen to this, and I want you to take this in. Something or what you don't know is responsible for the limitations in our lives. Whoa, I'm going to say that again. Something or what we don't know is responsible for limitations in our lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God. So we want knowledge. We want to know something. We want to know the word of God. Because the knowing the word of God, hallelujah, will help us to grow spiritually. Once we conceive that word and begin to act on that word. See, it's not just enough to know the word. We have to know the word and act upon the word. I say we have to know the word and we also have to act Act upon the word. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to be obedient. I say we have to be obedient in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's let's look at five major things that God supplied or provided for us as believers. Number one is his kingdom. Well, what is his kingdom? What is his kingdom? His kingdom is his way of doing things. His kingdom is his governmental influence in this earth. Hallelujah. I say God wants governmental influence of his kingdom to function in this earth. Number one. Number two, the gospel of salvation. Amen. He wants all men saved. Number three. His value system. The value system of his written word. Amen. And number four, the character of God. That's what he has provided to us and for us. So let's go over those again. Number one, the king, his kingdom. Number two, the gospel of salvation. Number three, the value system of his written word and character of God. And number four, his written word for the transformation of the mind of mankind. That's why God gave us his word. That's why God gave us his word is to transform our mind so that we can look like him, talk like him, act like him, be like him, walk like him, so that we can obey him. God didn't give us his word to have us in bondage. He didn't give us his word to keep us uh, pressed down. He didn't give us his word to be defeated. He gave us his word so that we can be overcomers. He gave us his word so that we can be victorious in this earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave us his word so that we can live. And have the life of Christ. So that we can live and have that life more abundantly. That's why God gave us his word. Hallelujah. He gave his kingdom. Hallelujah. He provided us with the gospel of salvation. Through Christ Jesus. He he, he gave us his value system. And his written word. And his character. Hallelujah. And he gave us his written word. To transform our minds. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But see if we think about it. In Romans the 12th chapter in the second verse. Paul. He not only talks about doing something with the body. But in Romans. The 12th chapter in the second verse. He talks about renewing the mind. So Paul knew. That it was very important. That our minds be renewed. Because if we don't renew our minds then there's no growth. I'm going to say that again. I say if we don't renew our mind, then there will be no growth spiritually. Our spirit man can't grow unless we're renewing our mind because what we renew our mind with will feed our spirit man because we have to understand that we are a three-part being. We're spirit, we're soul, and we live in a body. Now, the spirit and the mind has to be connected because it's the mind, the things that goes through the mind, that feeds the spirit. Hallelujah. And out of the abundance of a man's heart, the mouth will speak. So whatever goes in is going to come out. I say whatever goes in is going to come out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, see, Paul, when he wrote, when he talked about this, this, this scripture, when he wrote this scripture, he didn't write it to the sinners. He wrote this to the people who are born again. He wrote this to people who are spirit-filled. And yet they need it the continually. They needed to continually do something with their bodies and minds. See, it's not just a one time thing. It's not that you get saved and born again and that's it. No, it's continually. Once you get saved, once you get born again, you have to continually, continually, continually renew your mind with the Word of God. Well, you might say, well, I read the same thing over and over, but I promise you. I promise you that each time that you read the word of God, there will always be a brighter light shining on his word that will give you revelation and understanding and wisdom out of his written word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Paul was writing to believers. He was writing to spirit field. He was writing to born again. Hallelujah. Children of God. But they needed to continually do something with their bodies in mind. They needed to offer their bodies as a sacrifice. Continually renew their minds. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, you see, one of the greatest needs of believers is to renew our minds. And how do we do that? We renew our mind with the written word of God. We renew our mind by hearing. We renew our mind by meditating. We renew our mind, glory to God, by reading the word of God, by listening to our spirit man. Hallelujah. Glory to God to bring revelation and understanding by the Holy Spirit of God's word. Amen. Glory to God. I say glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God for his word. I say thank God for his word. See it is it is the message of the gospel of Christ that saves and the value system of the word of the New Testament that renews and transforms the mind and lifestyle of a believer. I'm gonna say that again. See it is the message of the gospel of Christ That brings salvation. But it's the value system. Of the word. Of the New Testament. That was given to us. That renews and transforms. Our mind and lifestyle. As a believer. That's what God wants. God wants to transform our mind. And our lifestyle. But we have to understand. Our lifestyle. Is only go to the level. Of our renewed mind. However state your mind is in, that's the state of your lifestyle. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. Whatever state your mind is fixed on, that's the level of lifestyle that you will live. Even as a believer. I say even as a believer of the word of God. Hallelujah. See, when we when we seek the heart of God his hand would automatically be extended back to us. God is more concerned about our heart more than he is about money and things. Now, don't, 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 don't misconstrue this and don't get it wrong now, saying that God don't, don't want us to have money and things, because we have to understand that everything in this earth began in the spirit realm. So that's saying that everything in this earth that exists, God created it and gave it to us. Hallelujah. Put it in the hearts of men to develop. So, but, but what I'm saying is the main source of our growth, the main source of our renewal, is that God is concerned about the condition of our heart. Concerned about the condition of our heart. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we, we, we're we going to get into the things that, that causes us to limit God. And then we'll talk about the things that will help us to take the limits off of God. Hallelujah. So how, how do we limit God? See, we limit God with our mindset. We limit God with a lack of knowledge. We limit God with a lack of faith in his word. And we limit God with a lack of faith. Listen to this. This is important. We limit God with a lack of faith in the words of our mouth. Hallelujah. I'm going to say those again. So we limit God with our mindset. We limit God with a lack of knowledge. We limit God with a lack of faith in, his, in God's word, and we limit God with a lack of faith in our own words. It's important that our words be in total agreement with God's word. We can't expect to receive from God when our words are not in line with God's word. So that tells me if your words are not in line with God's words, then your faith is not in line with the kingdom of God. So therefore, somewhere in the picture, you over into the realm of doubt and unbelief because you hadn't been fully persuaded. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I said because you hadn't been fully persuaded. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise His holy name. See your own pet doctrine will limit you in the kingdom of God. Your own pet doctrine. Your own pet doctrine. The doctrine that you press that you praise and, and, and so much. Your own pet doctrine will limit you in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. See, because there is no limitations in God's kingdom when it comes to his children. Because Jesus, listen to this, Jesus is everything to us that we call him to be according to the kingdom of God. Whatever we call Jesus, he will be that to us. We call him our healer, he'll be our healer. He is our healer. We call him our provider. Then he'll be sure that we, he's providing for us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So whatever you call him, that's what he will be to you. Whatever we call him, that's what he will be to us. So I thank God for that. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand as well. And, and, and when I say this, I want us to understand that the word ignorant, uh, ignorance is only implying to a lack of knowledge. So don't be offended if I use that word quite a bit. Amen. See, because the devil. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the devil can only control an individual or a group to the degree of ignorance. I'm going to say that again. The devil can only control you to the the, the degree of ignorance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's, That's the only authority that he can take place in a believer's life. Is he have to he have to focus in on the ignorance or lack of knowledge that the believer has. And he tries to take advantage of that. So so an ignorant believer will always remain a defeated believer. Who Jesus? I'ma say that again. A ignorant believer will always remain a defeated believer. Because we all know that God also talked about, we, you know, people perish because of a lack of knowledge. Well, a lack of knowledge equates to ignorance. You don't know. But you need to find out. You need to get to know. That's the most important thing, is getting to know. Don't stay ignorant, but make every effort to get to know what the word of God is saying you are, who you are, where you are, what you are, what you can be, what you can do. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's let's look at Psalms, the 78th chapter in the 44th verse in the King James Bible. It said, "Yea." Oh, Jesus. Yay. They turned back and tempted God. They turn back. How many believers are looking at their circumstances, looking at their problems, and begin to turn back and tempt God by accusing God for their situation? Glory to God. The verse say, Yea. They turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They limited Him by turning back and by tempting God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 See, we can limit God's ability to work in our lives because of a lack of knowledge and a lack of understanding and a lack of knowledge of what Christ did for believers through the redemption process and who we are in Christ and what belongs to us in Christ. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans, the 12th chapter in the first through the second verse again in the Amplified Bible. He said, therefore. I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, dedicating all of yourselves, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical intellect, active worship. And do not be conformed. What are you conforming to? How are you conforming? Who are you conforming to? And do not be conformed to this world any longer with this superficial values and customs. But be transformed and progressively change. See, it's a progress. It's a progress. Change is a progress. As a mature spiritually, see, that's when you mature spiritually, is when you begin to be transformed and progressively change by the renewing of your mind. Focusing on godly values. Not 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 the superficial values and customs of this world, but focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the will of God, or what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan. His plan and purpose for you. So, how many of us endeavor, how many of us endeavor to find out what God's plan is for our life? What God's purpose is for our life? See, there should be three things that we should do in the kingdom of God. Number one, find out what's God's plan. His plan is in His Word, His Word is His plan. Number two, find out the purpose in which. He gave you his plan. Glory to God. And number three, whatever the plan and purpose is, we need to pursue it. Plans, purpose, and pursuit. Hallelujah. Plan, purpose, and pursuit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for your plan. Thank you for your purpose. Thank you for the ability that I can pursue your plan, and your purpose for and in my life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. See, our mindset has been stopping things. Hallelujah. Listen, listen. Your mindset has been stopping things that your lips have been asking for. Glory to God. So that kind of opens up to a lot of times why we're not receiving the desires of our heart. It's because our mindset is not in line with what our lips is saying. Our lips and our mindset has to be in line in order for the desires to come to pass. You can't be thinking one thing and talking another. You can't be thinking healing and talking sickness. Glory to God. You can't be thinking lack and talking prosperity. You can't have a mindset of sickness and expect, hallelujah, to receive healing. Hallelujah. You can't have a mindset of prosperity talking lack. Or you can't have a mindset of lack talking prosperity. They have to come into agreement with one another. A mindset of prosperity and a mouthful of uh, prosperity. Your words and your mindset has to be in line. Your mouth and your mind has to be in line for the growth of your spirit. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. Your mind... And your mouth has to be in agreement in order for your spirit man to grow. Glory to God. So it's our mindset that has been stopping things that our lips have been asking for. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Examine yourself to see what you're thinking. Examine yourself to see what you're saying. Examine yourself to see the level of your mindset in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's very, very, very important that our mouth and our mind be in line with the word of God. In order to have a successful and prosperous life in the kingdom of God. See, the kingdom of God is already here. The kingdom of God is invisible. The kingdom of God is on the inside of us. The kingdom of God is the governing influence of the king. I'm going to say that again. The kingdom of God is the governing influence of the king. Hallelujah. So what influence are we under? Are we under the governing influence of God's kingdom? Are we under the influence of this world's kingdom, which is operated and functioning its values, the world's values, by the devil? So whose influence are you under? Whose influence influence of words are you under? Whose influence of words that is developing your mindset, whether it be negative or positive, Whose influence are you under? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Check this. Check this. If we try to change our physical realities or prosper financially without renewing our minds with the word of God, our actions and habits will always revert back. To our old mindset. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans the 21st. Romans the 7th chapter. In the 21st through the 23rd verse. In the NLT. The New Living Translation. I have discovered this principle of life. That when I want to do. What is right. I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war. Where's the war? Where is the war? Listen to what Paul said. He said, but there is another power within me that is at war with my Mind. That is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Hallelujah. Your mind. Your mindset. That is what's holding believers back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Romans, the 8th chapter and the 5th verse in the Amplified Bible. For those who are living according to the flesh. Oh, Jesus. Listen at the word of God. We're talking about our mindsets. Putting limitations on us as believers in the kingdom of God. For those who are living according to the flesh. Set their minds, set their minds, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Which gratify the body, but those who are living according to the Spirit, set their minds. They set their minds on the things of the Spirit. His will and purpose, His will and purpose, His word and His purpose in your life. Glory to God. Glory to God. Well, well, what is God's word? What is God's word? God's word is the expressed or manifested mind and will of God. That's what his written word is. His written word is, is the expressed or manifested mind and will of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can always count on God. You can always count on his word. Hallelujah. To be relied on to always keep his promises. You can always count on God to keep his promises. He's not a God that lies. He's not a man that lies. So his promises are immutable. His promises never changes. His promises are always yea, and amen. An ignorant believer will always be a defeated believer. A believer lacking knowledge will always be a defeated believer. But yet we try to blame the devil. We try to blame God. We blame the devil. We blame God. We We blame the devil. We blame God. But never look at ourselves and say, "Am I an ignorant person?" When it come down to the word of God. Wow. Woo. Wow. Let's look at Jeremiah 17. 10. He said. I the Lord. Give to every man. According to the fruit of his doing. To the fruit of his doing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, See. The influence of what we do. What we say and what we are today will bear fruit in the lives of others. The influence which we have had on them will result in courses of action which will in turn influence many others. In the natural course of events, this will go on repeating itself. As long as the world shall last. Wow. Oh, Jesus. What kind of influence are we having on people? What kind of influence are we having on people? What kind of influence are we allowing the word of God to have on us? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, transformation. This is what transformation will do. This is what renewal of the mind will do in the word of God. Renewal of the mind and transformation will close the door of ignorance and give the believer power over the influence of the enemy. See, once we gain knowledge, once we get understanding, once we get wisdom through the word of God and in the word of God, that transformation of our mindset will close the door to ignorance and gives a believer power over the influence of the devil, over the influence of the enemy. How how do the enemy influence people? How do the enemy influence believers? Thoughts, suggestions, thoughts, and suggestions and ideas. Ideas, suggestions, and thoughts. That's how the enemy try to influence a believer or an individual. Is his ideas, thoughts, and suggestions. So what happens when we renew our mind with the word of God? Then the devil has no power to influence you with his thoughts, ideas, and suggestions because the word of God has taken control of your thoughts ideas and suggestions hallelujah glory to god hallelujah renewing the mind opens believers up to the nature and character of god see in order for us to have the nature develop and have the character of god develop in our lives see because when we're born again We receive the nature of God, but that nature and that character has to be developed and it has to be a progressive thing, a continual thing. How do we do that? How do we do that? How do we do that? It's by renewing the mind. That's how we do it. Because renewing the mind opens believers up to the nature and character of God to grow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen at this. Transformation of believers with God's word tears down negative mindsets, thoughts, and patterns. I'm going to say that again. Transformation of believers or renewing of the mind of a believer with God's written word tears down negative mindsets and thoughts. And patterns. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The word of God will always have a profound impact on your mind. Directly. When we receive and apply it. See we have to be. Not only hearers of the word. But we have to be doers of the word. Hallelujah. Not only hearers of the word. But we have to be doers of the word. Glory, hallelujah. Because the word of God will have a profound impact on our mind. Transformation takes place by by gaining knowledge of God's word. Hallelujah. See, we got to discipline ourselves to gain knowledge and understanding and applying the truth of God's word will transform the mind of ones who have received the Zoe kind of life. What is the Zoe kind of life? The Zoe kind of life is the God kind of life. And that's the kind of life that God desires so bad for us to live is the God kind of life. He wants us to be influenced by his governing constitution of his kingdom. That is his written word that he has given to us. So, hallelujah. So, 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 so how, how, I'm going to go through these quickly. But how how do we limit God? Let's look at Isaiah 5, 13 in the Amplified Bible. He said, therefore, my people go into exile because of a lack of knowledge. They go into exile because of a lack of knowledge. They go into exile because of a lack of knowledge. They go into defeat because of a lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Therefore, my people go into exile because they lack knowledge of God and their honorable men are, are famished and their common people are poached with thirst. Jesus. All because of a lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Let's look at the, the, the reasons uh, or the ways that we limit God. Hallelujah. Number one, ungenerated spirit. The unregenerated spirit. The unregenerated spirit. The unborn spirit. Hallelujah. Number two, we limit God with how and what we believe. Number three, we limit God with our words, what we say out of our mouths, or our lack of confessing God's word. Number four, we limit God by not being a doer of his word. Hallelujah. Number five, we limit God by lack of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, not knowing the will of God. Number six. We limit God by a lack of faith, trust, or confidence in the written word of God. Number seven, we limit God in how we think. I said we limit God in how we think. Number eight, we limit God in the lack of knowledge of our salvation, which salvation is all-inclusive. Jesus didn't leave anything out when he died for us. He covered the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. Glory to God, the redemption covers the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. So salvation is all-inclusive. It includes healing. It includes prosperity. Glory to God, hallelujah. It includes everything that God has to offer. Glory, hallelujah. Wrapped up in the word of salvation. By the power of God. Ah, glory to God. Number nine. We limit God by spiritual immaturity, a lack of feeding our spirit with the Word of God. We limit God with an unrenewed mind, unrenewed mind. Hallelujah, number, number eleven. We limit God with our religious doctrines affecting our mindset. going me read that again. We limit God with our religious doctrines. Affecting our mindset. Hallelujah. Let's not deviate from what the word of God says. Let's not establish our own doctrines outside of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Let's do what the word says. Number 12. We limit God with an unforgiving heart. How many of us today are walking around with unforgiveness in our heart and then expecting God to bless us? No way. Number 13, allowing God. Hallelujah. We limit God by allowing doubt. Let me say this right. We limit God by allowing doubt. To nullify our faith in God's word. What am I saying? Stop being double minded. We got to stop being double minded. We got to stop being double minded. How can I say this? Holy Spirit. Doubt only sees what's in front of it in the natural. Doubt only sees the circumstances that we're facing. Doubt only sees the situations that we're facing. But when it comes down to faith, faith sees the invisible. Faith sees it before it manifests in the natural. Faith sees the victory while you're in the midst of defeat. Hallelujah. Faith sees the outcome from the beginning. So which one are we going to choose? To walk by faith or are we going to stay over into the realm of doubt? Because doubt only sees the natural realm. But faith sees in the spiritual realm that will manifest in the natural realm what you desire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The number 14. We limit God in a lack of understanding of our redemption in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Understanding, a lack of understanding of our redemption in Christ Jesus. We are the redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I'm redeemed from poverty. I'm redeemed from sickness. I'm redeemed from spiritual death. Glory to God. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Glory to God. So right quickly, let's look at, hallelujah, how to take the limits off of God, his word, and his power. Because God is unlimited God. I say he's an unlimited God. Glory to God. He's insatiable. Hallelujah. He's insatiable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So how do we take the limits off of God, his word, and his power? Is when we develop a mindset that that all things are possible with God. Glory to God. When we develop a mindset that all things are achievable with God. When we develop a mindset that all things are attainable with God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at Matthew, the fifth chapter in the sixth verse in Amplified. He said, blessed, joyful, nourished by God's goodness. Are those who hunger and thirst after for righteousness. Those who actively seek right standing with God. For they will be completely satisfied. If you've been born again, you've been saved, then you are in right standing with God. Because when Jesus died and redeemed us, we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So therefore, you can't work to become right. You can't work to put your right, put you in right standing with God. Righteousness is a gift. Righteousness is a gift that came from God through Christ Jesus. Unto the believer. So you can't work. To get right with God. Your religious ways. Trying to get right with God. I'm not going to do this. Until I change this. Well you'll never change. Because you and yourself. Don't have the ability. To change yourself. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's look at them right quick. Number one. You must be born again. John 3, 3 in the Amplified Bible said, Jesus answered him, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, unless a person is born again, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, and sanctified, he cannot ever see or experience the kingdom of God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's look at number two. Renew our minds by feeding on the word of God and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a flesh of a fresh, untarnished, mental and spiritual attitude. Hallelujah. You can reference that in Ephesians 4.23 in the Amplified Bible. Let's look at number three. Revelation of our redemption in Christ Jesus will remove the limits. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number 4. Increase our faith by hearing God's word. Romans 10:17 and amplified. So faith comes from hearing what is told. Hallelujah. And what is heard comes by preaching of the message concerning Christ. Glory to God. Let's look at number 5. Always be increasing in the knowledge, understanding, and wisdom of God's word. Isaiah 11, 2. Amplified Bible. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on you. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and strength. The spirit of knowledge. And of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. Glory to God. Let's look at number six. Receiving, being filled, and led by the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 5.18. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is wickedness, corruption, stupidity. But be filled. But be filled. But be filled. Hallelujah. With the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to move on to number seven. Confidence in what you pray. John 5, 14. Amplified Bible. This is the remarkable degree of confidence. Which we, hallelujah, as believers are entitled to. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Believers are entitled we are entitled. We are entitled to have before him that if we ask anything according to his will, that is consistent with his plan and purpose, he hears us. His plan, his purpose that we should be pursuing. Hallelujah. And God hear us. Hallelujah. Let's look at number eight. Confidence and what you say concerning the will of God Mark 11:23 amplified Bible I assure you and most solemnly say to you whatever or whoever says to this mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power but believes that what he says is come is going to take place it will be done for him in accordance to God's will. Glory to God. Number nine. Being a doer of God's word. Hallelujah. James 122. But prove yourself doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners, who hear the word but fail to initialize its meaning. Diluting Deluding yourself by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. Glory to God. Look at number 10. Revelation of your salvation. Being all inclusive. Glory to God. Look, look at Matthew eleven twenty eight in the Amplified Bible. Come to me, all ye who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals. By religious rituals. By religious rituals that provide no peace. And I will give you rest. Refreshing your souls with salvation. Refreshing your souls. That's a part of your mind being renewed. That's a part of your mind being established in God. Hallelujah. Refreshing of your souls. Number 11. Knowledge of who you are in Christ Jesus. And what belongs to you in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 6 in the Amplified Bible. And and he raised us up together with him when we believed and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8, 17. And if we are his children, then we are his. Heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing, sharing, sharing all spiritual blessings and inheritances. If indeed we share in his suffering, so that we may also share in his glory. Hallelujah. Philippians 3.20. Amplified Bible. But we are different because our citizenship in heaven Hallelujah. Because in our citizenship in heaven, and from there, we eagerly await the coming of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got three more, four more. It said removing all doubt. James 1.8 in the Amplified Bible. See, we're talking about how to take the limits off of God. James eight Amplified Bible. Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks. It goes back to the mind, what you're thinking. Thinks, feels, and decides. Your decisions. Your decision. God will never go against your decision. God will never go against our will. Hallelujah. Whatever decision we make, he will honor that, whether it's right or wrong. Whether it's right or wrong, he will not force himself to make a change in our lives. Hallelujah. Believe it or not, glory to God. Hallelujah. Number 13, make God and his word your source and provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the God that sees ahead and provides. Glory to God. God sees ahead of you and he's provided while you're on your way to get there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it'll be there when you get there. But you got to stay in faith. And you can't be a double-minded person. Glory to God. Make God and his word your source and provider. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John 10, 2, Amplified Bible. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. The protector and provider. There's 14. We got one more after that. Revelation and understanding of our redemption in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 1, 7, Amplified Bible. In him we have redemption. That is our that is our deliverance and salvation through his blood which paid the penalty for our sins and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sins and according to his riches in accordance to the riches with the riches of his grace. In the last one, number fifteen. Allowing the love of God to express himself. Through the fruits of God's character, His Spirit in and through our spirit, in Jesus' name, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Let's look at two verses, right quick. Galatians five twenty-two through twenty-five. Let's look at five twenty. Let's look at Galatians five twenty-two through twenty-five in the Passion Bible. Verse twenty-two. But the fruit of the, but the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. God won't express itself through us. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails. Hallelujah 23 gentleness, Of heart, the strength of the spirit, never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless, limitless. 24, keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, hallelujah, we who belong to Jesus Christ has already experienced crucifixion for everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with Messiah. 25, if the Spirit is the source of our life, we must also allow the Spirit to direct every aspect of our life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So what is God's word? God's word is the express mind of God and character in this earth. God's written word is the express mind of God and character in this earth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. There's two things when we're walking by faith that we need to make a major mindset of. And that's God's integrity of His Word and God's ability to perform His Word. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. So let's take the limits off of God and let Him to be limitless in our mindset through His Word in the name of jesus i pray that this word has been a blessing to you i pray that those that are hearing if you're not saved i pray that you would open your heart to receive jesus christ as your lord and savior those that are born again i pray that you would get into the written word of god and gain knowledge and understanding and wisdom so that your mindset can change your environment in the name of jesus Your environment will never change if your mindset doesn't change. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I thank God. Hallelujah. Thank God for you. Until we meet again, I pray that you will be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole in the name of Jesus. Until next time. Amen.